Brought to you by Roadcaster Pro. Hello and welcome to another edition of Cine Critique. My name is Shane A. Bassett, the movie analyst, and uh, coming at you on this episode is an interview with uh, surfer, Australian actor Ryan Quanton. Uh, he's been in plenty of movies and television shows. I don't have to name them all, of course. Uh, True Blood, that was a big thing for such a long time. He appeared in that and became a sex symbol and adored by many. He was also in some good movies, including Signal One. Do you remember that with Jacko? You probably don't. And Christopher Atkins. Anyway, I had a chat with um, Ryan, and all I can say is he's a top bloke. I've spoken to him before, and, and, and honestly, this new movie called Loveland... For some reason on IMDb, and I don't mind calling this out, and I don't not really like calling out IMDb, but it says expired. So I'm assuming that it is called expired when it was released in cinemas or at film festivals overseas, but in Australia it's a movie called Loveland. It's also starring Hugo Weaving. It's about a near future hitman who falls in love with a nightclub singer. Now they're in a world where romance is kind of forbidden. They're kept apart, but do they want to keep apart? No. Is it is it a little bit like Blade Runner? It sort of is. What's going on? It's directed by Ivan Sen. Ivan Sen doesn't make movies very often. He really does prepare and take a long time between projects. And this was filmed in Hong Kong. This is a terrific movie. Some really good atmospheric moments in it. Some good music. Uh, good direction by Ivan. And, and acting, of course, by Hugo Weaving, who's a legend. And Ryan Quentin, who's a top bloke. And uh, this is our conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, go see Loveland after you hear. I don't think we spoil too much during this chat. I do ask him about a lot of other stuff too. Hey, Shane. Mate, um, we we're, we last time we talked was on the phone, so you didn't see me, but we talked about killing Mr. Heineken. Oh yes, yes, and uh, oh, another great movie, another great uh, you know yeah. uh, flashback moment for me. Yeah, great. Yeah, um, and most of our conversation ended up in the end being about surfing, which was which was fun. <laughs> Love but, it. Uh, I, things haven't changed. I'm still uh, I, I'm still a slave to the ocean. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear, mate. Good to hear. And thanks for your time today. Uh, I appreciate it. Oh, I mean, and, and you're absolutely welcome. And honestly, anything for Ivan, you know, he's... Uh, yeah. 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 Well, that's good to hear. Um, we'll talk about him shortly. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. So as we speak, I have not actually watched the movie. So... Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, Loveland, it sounds like a romance. Is it a romance? Um, of sorts. It's a, a Chinese sort of future city um, that sort of uh, very much is the, the backdrop to a, a loveless world on the cusp yeah. of immortality and extinction. And it's where these two broken, hardened souls search for what it once was to be human. Uh, what motivated you for the role or did Ivan handpick you or, or was there an audition process? Um, I, Ivan first kind of 
made me aware of this when I was shooting uh, Mystery Road, so back in like 2013. And then okay. I first read, first read the draft of this in uh, January of 2014 um, and was just blown away. I mean, there's a – Ivan is such a cinematic poet and his way with words, particularly in this – this is his first sort of foray into that sci-fi world. Obviously, yeah. most of his movies have sort of been in and around sort of desert stories up until yeah. this point. And I think this is a wonderful kind of uh, artistic commentary on where we're headed as a species. Um, so there's, you know, as with most of Ivan's work, there's deeper ramifications um, other than the intimacy of the the the, uh, the characters themselves. There's deeper ramifications for society here that I think he does such a great job of uh, honing in on. Yeah, he has that about his movies, Ivan. They're very detailed. They're, they're very uh, complicated at times. I assume this is no different. And he uses a lot of Indigenous actors, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, and he's not afraid to sort of uh, sit in the, in the silence to sort of um, make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I, I think these days that feeling of being uncomfortable, particularly when you're watching something is a good thing. Like we, we spend so much of our time of our lives in comfort. And I think art these days should be kind of challenging us in such a way where we can come out of that, the experience, a, a, a better man, better human, whatever it is, you know, I think there's a, a, a way for us to, to get that across. And I know that he's really worked his butt off to make sure that this is that type of movie. Well, it's interesting you say that you're a little uncomfortable because if an actor is uncomfortable on set, often they'll, they'll walk mm. or they'll tell their managers, you know, I don't like this, but you seem to have, you know, gone with it because you trust Ivan, obviously. Yeah, man. Look, I revel in that uncomfortable. You know, I, live, I, I think the greatest thing that we can experience is the mysterious. You know, Einstein, yeah. Einstein, Einstein said that and I second those sentiments in a heartbeat. I mean, there's... And you, when you work with someone like Ivan, you realise that the mystery is such a um, <laughs> seducing motherfucker. You know, it really, it, it, you can't help but get sucked in by it. And he's such a master of it. And um, which is why, you know, he, uh, his crew and, and cast for the most part aren't usually that big. But it's such an intimate, passionate lot that are all working towards this common goal of of helping Ivan achieve this sort of master vision master plan uh, with your character did you have much say in how it was developed or was it strictly by the script look man it's funny because I also haven't seen it you know I know that Ivan wanted me to <clears throat> see it on the big screen both me and Gillian and uh so in sort of preparing for this interview I kind of rather than watching it, obviously, I went back and reread it. And there's just so many gorgeous, uh, uh, there's, there's, there's so much richness to that dialogue that I, I can't help but be sort of uh, taken aback by it. I want to read you the first time uh, something that sort of Ivan wrote. It's when April, she's a nightclub singer, and it's the first time sort of Jack has really sort of seen her. And he's sort of sitting behind a glass as she sings to him. Yeah. And she's coming, she's coming towards the end of the song. And this is what Ivan writes. Jack watches April. He slowly feels a chemical reaction within his body. April's last words fade away. 
the music stops. Jack is silent. Something as simple as that where, you know, you talk about the, the beats in between the music, you know, the yeah. beats, uh, that's, that's where, for me, this story, you talk about how much play did I get. It's in, it's in those beats in between, man, like an enormous amount of play, you know, and I, I still know that I'm operating within the confines of the character that Ivan has created and the deeper vision of where we're heading toward. Sounds like you're really passionate about this movie and I can't wait to see it. And, and if, if we have to see it on the big screen instead of a screener, I much prefer that anyway. So I can wait. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and that little passage, I mean, I wanted you to keep going. Thank you very much for reading that. That was, that oh, was you really, got it. really good. Now, uh, Hugo Weaving, um, obviously one of your yes. co-stars in this movie. Uh, you get anything did you learn from him did you how was it working with the, the legend himself yeah look i'm sure you get it too as as i do but you we are lucky enough to meet some of our our icons in this business yeah some some of them uh can be let's say disappointing <laughs> let's say disappointing uh maybe not live up to expectations and then there's those sort of very rare breed that will exceed expectations and hugo sits in that um lion for me man he yeah you can't help but be inspired by the man he still has such a genuine love for the craft for um the art of making film to give you yeah. an example there was one day where we get in a ferry across to hanoi he's not even supposed to be working shane and yet he turns up fully dressed in his wardrobe and offering ivan listen if there happens to be a a, a scene or a moment where you want to get me um, in, in, in shot, let me know. And of course, Ivan being a smart filmmaker and willing to take advantage yeah. of an opportunity said, yep. And, you know, and sure enough, they used it. It's that type of, uh, um, willing to go to the nth degree that, you know, from uh, a younger actor looking up to him, uh, it's like, that's, it can't help but be inspiring. I expect nothing less. I mean, I don't actually, I'm not surprised that he turned up on a day off in wardrobe and <laughs> having met him and interviewed him and his knowledge and his passion such as yourself, um, it's glowing out of you right now about this movie. I am not surprised Hugo did that. So it must have been great working with him. I'm really happy. I'm looking forward to seeing you two together. Yeah, look, and me too. And just, to, you know, even as you're talking, I'm sort of having these wonderful flashbacks to... <laughs> sort of being on set with the legend and just seeing the way he works, sort of being a bit of a, a voyeur of sorts, watching someone that I've spent a good deal of uh, many, many hours watching on, on screen, seeing the way he crafts his craft. It was just yeah. beautiful to watch and just how much he cared. Uh, you mentioned Hanoi. Um, it, was it all natural locations that you filmed in or were there sound stages as well? For the most part, um, all natural. You know, Ivan said this great thing at the beginning because <clears throat> we didn't, obviously, tiny budget. Excuse me, <clears throat> one second. Tiny budget, tiny crew, Shane. So, uh, yeah, um, we, we, we couldn't afford sort of city permits or anything like that, especially in Hong Kong. So we went sort of renegade and um, Ivan sort of said, listen, we're going to move within the chi of the city. So, if we do that, no one's 
no one's going to know or give two shits that we're here doing what we're doing. They're not even, it, it, we're just going to be part of, part of the melee. Mm. And sure enough, it worked. You kind of work within that. And so we had our small little guerrilla unit out there trying to make art in the middle of this sort of hustle bustle city. And it really, really worked. We, it wasn't like we were shutting down streets and, and making a very artificial feeling of a, of a city. We were yeah. using, we were using everything that was there. Um, and that's a, again, that's an Ivan trait that sort of, some would call it running and gunning, but it's far more inspired than that. Yep. Uh, was it a COVID production? Uh, and how did no. you cope? It wasn't. No, okay. it's, no um, it was. Uh, Before COVID. Both, yeah, no, it was February 2019, it was over. So yeah, a year and a yeah yeah at least a year before COVID. So yeah, a, again you're hitting on a on a on a smart note. There was there's from a philosophical as well as a literal standpoint. There's some things in this movie that are definitely uh, ahead of its time, I guess. And now oh. couldn't be and now couldn't be more poignant. Oh, that's good to know. So you guys were ahead of the curve. <laughs> well, again, I, you know, I, I sort of said it at the beginning of this, but it's, you know, it, I feel like it's Ivan's forewarning for us as a species, you know, mm. like, uh, are we losing touch with our humanity? You know, are we relying too much on um, the mechanical kind of nature of things on technology? Mm. Um yeah, and I think it's a really good cry back to um, connection, to conversation, to to you know, let's no matter how dark a place that we're in, there's always a a light that can be found. It sounds like you enjoyed the shoot, but what was the biggest challenge on Loveland? Was there any particular thing that you found a little bit hard, but you got through it, or was it all smooth sailing? I said to Ivan at the very end of this, I said, he asked me, well, like, what are you most excited to, to do after this? And I said, smile. <laughs> you know, this, this character is, he's a, as much as he's sunk deep into my marrow, he's a broken man and he's I, a, I, um, a, a real shadow of a human. And uh, as much as he sort of finds love uh, in this movie, it's, it's ironic because the one thing that makes him feel most alive is the one thing that's that can kill him. Yep. So that to, to live in that uh, for mm. me as the, as the actor and, you know, I felt that was my, it's, it's what I chose to do. And I, 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 I love doing it, but it's a, it's a, it's a tough place to dwell in. More broken than John in blunt force trauma. In the same in the same ballpark, man. Yeah, I love that it reference. Sounds like yeah, it. yeah. In the same ballpark. That that to me is also another kind of uh, one that hits very close to home. I, I just love these type of characters that you're not sure. Um, I guess as an audience, if they're even going to make it through the movie, and you, you really? feel like you have to pick them up along the way. Um, I, I love those characters finding finding redemption in darkness to to uh, you know really etching out uh, uh, demons facing them you know <laughs> grabbing them by the collar and sort of shaking life into them I, I think that to me is where the where the juice is. 
Well, you're also good at comedy, so you can lighten it up too. Not suitable for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do like me a good laugh. Um, yeah. Do you still get recognised when you walk around, or you know, not quite as much anymore? You know, you know, I think you're doing great work, but a lot of it is sort of low key indie films. Uh, do people still see? You, oh, it's Ryan Quanton, or do you sort of get around unnoticed? Occasionally, but you know, as the years have gone on from uh, True Blood, it doesn't the the recognition isn't as much. But and again, I, I hark back to what I just told you: the yeah. most beautiful thing that we can experience is the mysterious. And so, for me, the characters that I'm sort of choosing to take these days are far more darker. And I want the I want the audience to go with me. I don't want them to recognize me. I want I want to kind of, however. Uh, arty this may sound i i, I want to sort of take them on the journey with me yeah um, yeah and so the quicker i can kind of melt into that character the quicker they can come on that journey with me uh australian films lately have sort of delved in there's been a few sci-fis uh 2067 of course you were involved in uh operation rainfall so does Loveland carry on the you know this recent tradition of really interesting different aussie sci-fi wholeheartedly yeah, that's a wonderful Good. way to put it. Yeah, wholeheartedly. Um, and it's, you know, it's in a weird way, it's a, there's a, a, a Blade Runner element to this too that has... Um, wow, I'm excited now. <laughs> yeah. Again, imagine Ivan dealing with like a, a real Blade Runner type of feel. It's a, there's a, um, you can't help but be affected by this. I mean, the world itself is so incredibly affecting. Um, and you can tell that Ivan had just been living with this story for some time. Um, uh, the, how well he knew the world and that in itself gave way to this beautiful intimacy at the heart of this story um, that he had such a great and astute handle on. So you sort of name dropping Blade Runner. Is that because you were watching dailies and you saw it happening before your eyes or you just got that vibe while you were acting? No, I know it was one of the movies that was um, one of the many movies that was a, an inspiration of Ivan's. Um, cool. Yeah, but again, that was sort of more in scope. There's an there's a uh, and and in pacing, I think in the much in the same way that that knew the movie it wanted to be. There was a a confidence that Blade Runner has in its pacing. It's not afraid to kind of sit in these silences. Again, Ivan is not afraid to sit in those silences and to sort of uh, let the audience sit and, and live in the moment as opposed to, uh, quick cut, let's move on to the next scene. Really let them sit with that character at the end of the scene. And, Good and stuff. I, yeah. Good stuff. Well, before we wrap it up, I've got to ask uh, one more question about one false tra trauma. Um, Mickey Rourke. Great actor, really is. And he had a small scene with, with you. Uh, how was it working with Mickey? And you seem to be smiling in the scene. I don't know if it was just your character, but it looked like you're enjoying yourself working with him. There was a little smugness, to be honest, uh, perhaps. There was a, um, yeah, I had, I, I worked <laughs> with Mickey, Mickey again this year on a movie I just sort of wrapped. Um, oh, great. Look, yeah, it, it, he's, He's good. Um, he's no Hugo. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. well, 
Well, Frida Pinto also was in it. So yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, so. Frida's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, um, well, you know, that, that movie sits up there with um, very few in terms of the ones that, that, got through to me that sort of turned around to a better man yeah all right shan all right ryan thank you very much mate you're great in creep show too i saw the episode very funny (laughs) you're amazing you made my day man thank you shane and if loveland uh, has a premiere or red carpet or something i hope we can catch up in person and all the best with it uh well done working with ivan again yeah thank you hope to do it again thanks shane well there you go that was uh ryan and i having a quick chat uh if you get a chance to see loveland if you don't see it in the cinema and you're listening to this um maybe seek it out streaming or online otherwise maybe a dvd or a blu-ray copy this is shane abassett uh thank you very much for listening to cine critique you can find out a little bit more about me and uh, my movie exploits at movie underscore analyst or on YouTube, uh, movie analyst Shane A. Bassett. And if you want to email me, you can email me shaneadambassett at gmail.com. But uh, until next time, thank you very much, uh, you guys. Uh, why I do this. I love movies too.